solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, we are your hosts, Cody Davis and John, some sports guy Hickman. And before we get started, I want to tell you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com and use the promo code locked on at checkout. John, what's going on, my man? What do we have on the agenda today? Super excited to talk about the press conference of Nick Asirio. We're going to dive into the wide receivers on the market to see if Houston should look around the league, maybe cut players, maybe players that hadn't been signed throughout the entire free agency process. And then we're going to close the show with some news and notes. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's talk about Nick Casario and the press conference on yesterday. Now, before we hop into the actual press conference and kind of some of the things that I took out of it, I got to tell you, I can't remember, I can't remember a time, and it's been a while, right? I think we, we probably heard from, you know, Rick Smith more frequently, but after the Rick Smith era, I can't remember how many times we may have heard from uh, Brian Gain doing his short stint, the general manager brass that they put together that one year, and then ultimately the 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 we heard from Bill O'Brien, the coach, when he was the GM as well, and that was a whole fiasco in itself. So having the opportunity to hear from Nick Casario as frequent as we do, I think that's a little bit refreshing. Now, with that being said, I do have, uh, I don't want to call it a, a discrepancy, Cody and listeners, but I guess I'll go ahead and dive right into it. On yesterday, Nick Casario had the press conference, and one thing that stood out to me uh, during this entire process was Nick Casario stating that it's more of a, it's more of a process-oriented than result-oriented in terms of his expectations for this team this season. And, and you know what? I think that says a lot. <laughs> I think that says a lot simply because it kind of shows where this team is actually going to be in terms of wins and losses, in terms of how they are going to value wins and losses compared to valuing who the hell we bringing back next year, who we want to keep around uh, moving forward. And we talked about a couple of things, right? We talked about throughout this entire process from the draft up until today. We're going to keep talking about it. If Davis Mills plays any meaningful snaps this year, that that's going to talk about, I'm sorry, that's going to determine where Houston is during the season, where they always felt they will be, throughout the season. If Brandon Cooks was ever traded at any point, if they remember that conversation, Cody? Yeah, like we just had Houston it like two weeks ago. Yeah, if Houston would trade Brandon Cooks, that'll kind of determine where they view or what they view this season will be, where they view themselves at the end of this season. And I think when you read something like that, where it's more of a process-oriented 
than result oriented. That says to me, and you guys can have your own opinion, but that just says to me, we got 17 games to go through the process of looking at who needs to stick around. We got 17 games of going through the process of, you know, let's look at teams that if we don't move on from Deshaun Watson to his and to Nick Serio point, they asked him a ton of questions about it yesterday, the same old routine. He's been at work. He's here every day. He's in the meetings. But let's go through the process of looking at teams that will eventually need Deshaun Watson. And if they are crumble next season, during the offseason, maybe we can move on and get exactly what we want back in return. To me, it looks at – I look at it like this process of who we're going to keep around on the coaching staff, right? I was shocked that Tim Kelly was kept coming into this season. I think we all were simply because – we felt like there was going to be a pure house cleaning, but he kept them. And you may look at their relationship as one of very professional, of course, but, you know, I may think to myself after getting my own judgment off that quote, is Tim Kelly on a short lease? Is Cully on a short lease? You know, are any of these guys on a coaching staff on a short lease? And another thing that stuck out to me stood out to me yesterday. I'm sorry, Casario said our philosophy is to always be flexible and adaptable. That screams confusion. That's that screams to me. We're going to switch players in and out as we feel. They brought a bunch of receivers back on their practice squad. They brought a, they brought a bunch of players back on their practice squad. But to me, that just says we're going to interchange players, maybe week by week, game by game, situation by situation, depending on what the field may be. And that is very alarming because the week one is now 10 days away. And if your philosophy is to always be flexible and adaptable, what does that say towards the most valuable position right now on your team and that's quarterback? So it's a lot of confusion. He also mentioned that he views his rosters having 65 to 70 players available each week between the active roster and the practice squad. So, the, I mean, that kind of coincides with one another. Flexible and adaptability, 65 to 75 players available between the active roster and the practice squad. Now, that's normally the case, but he has not given anybody clear answers on what he really, not necessarily what he expects, but what he wants to see on the field. And mind you, Tyrod Taylor has still not got a, a, a backing as the number one quarterback. So yesterday's press conference with, with, with Nick Casario, he normally gives us a little bit more, but I came out of that very confused, Cody. I wouldn't necessarily say confused for me personally, especially a guy who was sitting there in person at the press conference. To me, I just thought to myself, everybody sit back, <laughs> buckle up, and let's start this rebuild because John, as you just alluded to, you said that you left this press conference a little bit confused about the direction of the Texans, about the direction where the Texans is going, especially when the start of the 2021 season is what, less than what, 10 days away. I know they don't want to come out and say that they are tanking, but to me, I'm just looking at it from a standpoint of, winning for this upcoming season is not the number one priority and you hit the nail on the coffin um 
Nick Asirio talked about the process. We had an opportunity later on to talk to Brandon Cooks, and he actually talked about trusting the process. And that's what this whole entire season is going to be. Um, I know <laughs> you shaking your head. Hey, it's not pathetic. That's pathetic. Oh, and I'm, but, 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 John, but here's the point. Here's the point. Are we surprised looking at the number of players that they cut and who they cut? Because think about it. I, I know my idea of the Texans for this upcoming season, my optimism, as you like to call it, changed when I saw the number of wide receivers that they cut. And I don't want to go into it because we're going to save the it for the next topic. They kept on yeah, and, and the number yeah. of running backs that they kept. John, I think this is, this is what I keep saying is the prelude to a rebuild. A rebuild by the way where if it wasn't for Deshaun Watson bailing on this team, and let's face it, that's what he did. The rebuild itself would have been 10 times better because you already would have that very important position. And even if it, even if he didn't bail out, even if they would have moved on for him and got a guy in two or Jalen Hurts or whoever the case might be, it's because this quarterback situation is so messed up to the point where, you know what, let's stop giving false hope that this team is going to be able to win six games, um, five games, or like a lot of fans out there, just don't finish last. John, I'm starting to think more and more. I don't, I don't want to say 0-17, but we're not going to have too many more victory Mondays, and it all has to do with the quarterback situation. Absolutely. And the, the, the thought process around that for me has always been, Two words. That's okay. And, and issue, my point exactly. The issue that I have with it is you can't you can't set that preface of we're gonna come out here and compete to win games. And I remember Casario being asked about basically whether this team would tank or not. But that was before. That was before words, training camp. That was before the preseason. And everybody. This is, this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at. You can't set that we're not going to. Basically, we're not going to tank aspect out there and then not really put your team in the best position to not tank. And by that, I mean, you definitely did an amazing job with contracts, bringing in hungry players, one or two year deal, see what they at. If, if you don't like them for this year, you can cut ties with them next year and it won't be a big loss, right? I get that. You've done a great job in a lot of areas, right? You, you helped build this coaching staff. So I'm not looking at the rebuilding process as a bad thing because that is when you lose a player like Deshaun Watson and we're in the mess that you're in, like I said, that's okay. The real issue that I have is don't say one thing and then go out and don't go out and stand on your word. Football season is back, ladies and gentlemen. Next Thursday, we get the first game of the year, the Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. But let's make the most out of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, and office mates. They offer a dozen of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33 and more. Run Your Pool has formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full seasons, and playoffs, or the Super Bowl. And unlike any other fantasy sports platform, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for local businesses 
bars, and restaurants. Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action packed this season. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts September 9th. Start at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Runyourpool.com slash locked on. Game on. All righty, Texans fans, continuing here on this latest installment of Locked On Texans, John and I want to take a look at <laughs> whether or not and which players should the Texans consider adding to their wide receiving core. And John, at this point, it's not even a question because like we mentioned on yesterday, following the cuts to get down to the 53-man roster, the Texans cut a total of four wide receivers one of which was Kiki QT. And I'm not even going to lie to you, John and listeners. I am a little bit happy that QT found a new home. I hate knowing that it's still in the AFC South because for those of you guys who don't know, QT signed to the Indianapolis Colts' practice squad. And given T.Y. Hilton's injury, I'm pretty sure QT will play a significant amount of time in Indianapolis for this upcoming season, which means I'm pretty sure he's going to try to do damage against the Houston Texans because the guy is talented, but he never had a true opportunity here in Houston. But John, listeners, you take a look at the Texans. They're going into the season with a total of five wide receivers. You might as well say three because Anthony Miller, we heard from Nick Casario, he said that he expect Miller to make a return before the season is over with, which means he's not going to be ready for the season, which means he's not going to be ready for the season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then you got Andre Roberts, and he has never been a a player, a guy that you could depend on in a passing game. And going into the season, that just only leaves three wide receivers, Brandon Cooks, Chris Conley, and Nico Collins. I don't understand what they're doing at wide receiver, but they definitely need to make a move and bring some talent in. And I do believe that knowing that Casario seems like he's going to be a general manager that takes a lot of swings, and I do believe, nobody's telling me this, but I would not be surprised if the next couple of days leading up to that first game against Jacksonville, I would not be surprised to see Nick Casario bring back a talent that he probably already has set up somewhere. I know you're not a fan of him, but John, looking at this wide receiving core, I would not be ashamed if Nick Casario go out and trade, let's say one of those six round picks to New England and get back Nikhil Harry. Wow. And you know what? The thing about Nikhil Harry, he was actually just placed on IR, but he'll be available to come back throughout the season at some point. There is some familiarity there. Um, I don't I don't know what I, – I really don't know if Nikhil moves the needle or not, but I think for Houston, the needle isn't – you know, like we, we just – we just in the previous segment, you know, talked about whether or not – they don't even this have season. a needle at this point, seem like. Right, right. <laughs> and we just talked about whether or not this, this season will be based off wins or and losses or will it be based off evaluations and judgments. So 
I don't know what Nikhil would able would be able to do. No, he fits but, the timeline of a rebuild. And he needs a fresh start as well. Uh, he would be in a situation where low expectations, right? I don't think Nikhil would be coming to this city, to this team with high expectations, right? Uh, because, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they move on from Brandon Cooks. And if you move on from Brandon Cooks, you still want to bring in a player, Brashad Perriman, who was just cut. He's a player that spent time in Baltimore during the 16 and 17 season, went up to Cleveland uh, and, and played for New York last year, caught 30 passes for 505 yards. The year before, caught 36 passes for 645 yards, nine touchdowns combined in the last two years. If you want to bring in somebody that has – you know, a veteran in this league has that experience, has played with different styles of quarterback, and also has speed. Remember, Brashad Perriman also had a very good 40 time coming out of college. He came out of UCF, ran a 4-3, uh, so he can stretch the field as well. Um, I, I think he would be one of those players that you can bring in, low expectations. Uh, you see what he can do, work him out. And just add them to your depth chart, man. There's no way Houston will go into week one with only Nico Collins, Chris Conley, Brandon Cooks, Andre Roberts as your receivers. Uh, and we know Anthony Miller, as you just alluded to, he won't play week one. Don't know when he'll be back nursing that shoulder injury. There's just so much this team needs to do right now to fix a lot of the small holes that have, honestly, with the amount of cuts that were made and not really given – the quarterback process is due. Those small holes have now been created to be big holes. It's a lot of confusion going on. Well, not going on, but coming out now. We thought this player had a good training camp. We thought this player had a good training camp. And now what we're seeing is they just going the opposite way of their needs of filling holes. And listeners, you guys, you know, tweet us at Locked On Texans. Tweet me at some sports guy. Tweet Cody as well. Cody, let me ask you a question. After we just described and talked a little bit, in, 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 in short, about the press conference from yesterday from Nick Serio, logically, does it make sense to move on from Brandon Cooks? Yes, most definitely. Depending on how they view this season will depend on what they do with Brandon Cooks. And he hasn't been featured that much in the preseason. He hasn't been featured much, as much as all. Oh, man. And that also speaks to the the, the, the offense, right? But it, it just makes sense to move on from Brandon Cooks at this point, right? Speaking of the offense, on yesterday, I did have an opportunity to ask Brandon Cooks, how did he feel about this offense since it seems like it's going to be a run-heavy offense? So just listen to what he had to say. Uh, you know, I'm just doing what I'm asked to do, and whatever that scheme is, whatever we go out there and run, um, just try to do the job the best way I can and uh, let everything else uh, handle itself. So that doesn't really sound too convincing that he's wanted and that he wants to be around. So at this point, it does make sense to trade him. Because remember, at the start of offseason, what a break, I don't try, I want to be here. You know, remember that whole don't trade me or whatever the case was with Brandon Cooks. Now, reality is starting to set in. And, and, and it makes sense for both parties. Like, you know what? We believe you can go help another team, a championship team, maybe send him back to New Orleans. They won't have Michael Thomas. 
for the first six games, and that relationship has been rocky, right? We, we, we don't know what's going on with New Orleans and Michael Thomas, so maybe they can send him there, or maybe they look around the league and, you know, help him out and get value back for him, cut their losses and say it is what it is. Now, mind you, out of the 53 players that made the roster, 30 of those players were new players. So it's not like Nick Casario is holding on to guys just because. Now, I can see a situation where he will not be here by September 12th. It's that time of year again, and I know you Texan fans don't want to get ready for it, but all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on a gridiron to start the football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. Make a bet. On the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost three hundred fifty three. dollars 99 at advance, a big chain store, but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The Locked On NFL podcast is previewing every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts through September 8th. There are preview episodes on the feed that you can listen to right now. Follow the Locked On NFL today on YouTube and the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Cody, I wanted to have this quick discussion because it's the mood of the show, I think, calls for before we get into you know, <laughs> Texas talking news. Here's, a, here's an idea. The, the original thought of 
David Cully being a placeholder, David Cully being a, a head coach for this team that may at some point have an asterisk next to his name as somebody who was a full-time interim. David Cully is going to be put in the worst possible position. Dave, you know, the, the whole David Cully will fail point. I'm not going to start it off right now. But, and, and, and you know, guys, we're just talking about the now. We, we, we're not, we, we're only basing our opinions off the now. The future is, you know, it is what it is. And we'll see how that'll turn out. Nick Asirio did inherit a crap show of a team. Ran in the ground by Bill O'Brien. I mean, completely in the dirt. Six feet under in the dirt by Bill O'Brien. A lot of people have to understand that the rebuilding process that this team is going to go through, the initial Band-Aid coming off the scab wound is going to sting because Texans fans have passionate fans. They're going to be at the stadium regardless, right? They're going to be they're going to be out there tailgating regardless, but they're going to see their team go through a lot of bad moments. With that being said about Casario, has Cully been set up to fail? I'm actually going to, and I think this is only fair. I'm going to save my final projection for this team until next Thursday. And I say that because next Thursday we have our first crossover show with Locked On Jags with our boy Tony Wiggs. John, at first, that was the initial thought. Then we started seeing the guys that Serio was bringing in. We started watching them in OTAs, through our training camp, through our preseason. We all got excited. Now, after the 53 is made, I think within the next week, I will only answer that question if they address their need at quarterback and see what they do with their wide receivers. Yeah, I, I just I just want people to know, Cody, that this is a safe place. <laughs> Don't start. This, this Don't start. <laughs> is, we need to add, like, calming music. I'm not giving up hope. I would, That's why I say I'm going to give it a week. When we do our crossover with Tony next Thursday. I want you to say that again and say, hi, my name is Cody. And I'm uh, <laughs> Texan fan, reality is starting to set in, and he's ready to jump ship. He's ready to jump off that optimism train. I'm not I'm jumping off. Sports guy Hickman. I'm giving it Follow a week. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, he's still, he's still upset, guys. It's okay. This is going to be the Texan support group. But I am Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.